Find That Why is delighted to present Hyurka Janssen, whose work has played an important role in the Dutch innovative media ecosystem. Hyurka is a new media and online communities analyst and journalist consultant. In our discussion, he shared his views on issues such as freelance journalism monetization systems, Donations work better because our most successful journalists are really good at community forming. Building and sustaining online communities. The big promise of the internet is uh, the world becomes one and uh, you can meet uh, anyone from any place about any topic. And I do like online communities and I do think work to a certain extent. The importance of transparency and trust online. Things like fake news or whatever you want to call it uh, is getting a problem. The audience is also trying to, to see, okay, where we can we get real reliable information from. And tips for outstanding content creation with high journalistic standards. There's a lot of work that I have done and there's still a lot of work to be done in helping journalists just to find their way online. asking Hirka, when did Dutch journalists and media outlets become interested in digitalization? If you look at online media like 20 years ago, maybe 25 years ago, there weren't a lot of news sources online. Then maybe 50 years ago, journalists started to discover the internet. And that's where you see like major news outlets getting a real foothold in the online communities. And now they're facing competition from a lot of individuals. It's getting easier and easier to publish media and, and it's also getting easier and easier to publish media in a variety of forms. I mean, writing was always the first step and then you get some people doing video a bit. YouTube started gaining ground and now you can see people are publish text, make videos, um, make audio comments, maybe Photoshop a few images here and there. Everyone can do all this now and everyone is getting involved in, in media creation in a bigger way. And in, journalists are facing a lot of competition from individuals just making their own broadcasts. What was the drive for the innovation in the Dutch media landscape? If you look at all these newer outlets, but also if you look at traditional uh, news outlets, one of the big questions is how do we earn money with all this? There's a lot of money to be made online. Platforms that exist for more than maybe five, six years are also the platforms with people really involved, like the post online, but also the correspondent. Bigger news outlets, uh, like traditional media outlets, of course, have more money behind this, so they can afford more mistakes. Do journalists need online marketing today? You have to sell yourself, and journalists aren't necessarily the best salesmen. So if you look at, at content that does really work well online, journalists will often say, this is not real journalism, I would never make something like that. Okay, maybe you shouldn't make something like that, but you can learn from these really good working publications on how do they present themselves, and sometimes it looks a bit cheap, but does work. If you look on YouTube, it does work to create custom thumbnails with big text and big lettering on it. You don't have to overdo it and you don't have to betray yourself, but try to learn as much as possible from these weird other content creators. Is journalism still relevant in digital social platforms? There's a lot of opportunity still for real stories and real reporting, I think. There's always people trying to trigger you in some way, quite often just for fun. But in the end, most people aren't like that. And they 
do really want you to succeed and they really do want you to bring a good story and they want to understand why you bring it in a certain way and why you don't ask certain questions and why you do ask other questions and maybe why you cut out this bit and why you included another bit. If you just explain this, and you don't need to explain everything that you do, of course, but just explain the process quite often and maybe give them some background information and maybe sometimes chat with them a bit on Twitter or wherever. You can block all the trolls, but there's a lot of people asking serious questions. And if you explain why you're working in a certain way, people really do want to learn on a new topic. How do you help journalists with your consulting? Besides helping them with the payment system and monetizing their work, I think there's also a lot of work that I have done and there's still a lot of work to be done in helping journalists just to find their way online. I think journalists quite often need help with ways online to enhance an article and make it a bit richer. Of course, we know about illustrations and we know about using tables and all kinds of other techniques, but how does it work online? And do I need to use all these things that are available to me? You also support freelance journalists with your work at Reporters Online. What does this entail? We provide a system where you can monetize your content. Nowadays, that's done via donation plugin. We also provide the means to publish in Blendos. Blendos is a kiosk where you can read multiple publications, subscription-based, and people can read stories. And then the authors of these stories get rewarded by small amounts of money that they get in return for the story. Is the reward system better than donations? Donations work better because... If you talk about community forming, our most successful journalists are really good at setting up their own community. Maybe not like people who want to meet each other, but there is a community around our biggest journalists. On which platforms usually journalists build their community? Maybe a bit on Twitter, Facebook, and, and then you need to manage your community there. And of course, the big app at this moment is Clubhouse. Uh, and that's setting up communities where people just can go in and talk to each other about all kinds of subjects. Because you would just want to find like-minded people and just, I guess, how society works. And we're recreating that online now. How can journalists create and sustain an online community? Uh, well, our most read uh, reporter is uh, Chris Colomb. Uh, they're really interested in what he writes, what in what his opinion is. If you look at how he works and how other successful people work, they have a sort of hook some way. Maybe they have, are humorous or maybe they give their opinion a certain way. Maybe they tease you a bit. So they drag you in and then comes all the reporting and the, the real stories. Of course, everyone wants to write big stories. Everyone wants to be very important and maybe feels a bit over-important, you know. Well, I think that community forming is often around smaller things as well. Those are the, the topics that really make a community. How is trust built online? People are reblogging and remaking and recreating all kinds of imageries. There's hardly any control on, on their ethics or on how they're, they're gathering their information. Things like fake news or whatever you want to call it. It's also getting a problem. Your audience is trying to, to see, okay, where we can we get real reliable information from? And yes, some people are getting really involved, maybe in a bubble of their own creation, but also in a bubble that other people make. And you can see more extremist ideas graining ground there. But you can also see a large majority of people just looking for, okay, what, what is a reliable source? And uh, why is this a reliable source? And uh, I think you can also see that journalists are 
get sometimes a bit uncomfortable with the idea that that they're being questioned. Okay, why should we trust you? Just explain us what you're doing and why you're doing it like this. Most major news outlets have at least some section on their website where they try to explain, okay, why are we reporting like this? Why are we reporting on this and not on that? Why didn't we mention this? I think all media outlets are still a bit experimenting with what should we tell uh, people and whatnot. And of course, you can't comment on everything. But I think most news outlets, but also individual journalists are quite willing to explain why they are doing certain things and also why they're not doing other things. Of course, journalism is quite often also about why you're not reporting on a certain thing just yet. And I think a lot of the audience feels comfortable in about your reporting if you just explain your the general idea of your editorial process, all these things that you have in place to make sure it has it meets some sort of standard. Would you consider the Dutch audience news literate? People do know that they're influenced by Facebook, uh, but still use uh, Facebook, right? They know the content they get is biased in some way. Maybe the biggest mistake most people make is that they're not really aware of what influence all this content has on them. They know that they're being fed the same content over and over again, but they're not really aware. And it's really hard to be aware of the influence it has over you. So I guess that's a, a big thing. And are you are people illiterate in that sense? Not really. I mean, I myself have quite often find it difficult to just take a step back and realize, okay, maybe I've been reading too much on this topic now. I'm only seeing YouTube videos of the of this uh, one small thing I've delved into. And how do I get out of this? It's quite hard to do as well. How do I discover new things? It's uh, sometimes nearly impossible. And you get dragged into it again if you uh, misclick one time. What is your go-to advice to journalists when it comes to online content productions? Um, well, if you look at publication and creating a revenue stream, I think the biggest thing that I would advise people to do if, if you're a journalist or maybe another content creator is just to experiment with new things. Just try a lot of new things and don't be afraid to discard things. You know, a lot of people would ask a few years ago, oh, maybe I should do Snapchat because everyone is doing Snapchat now. And But I don't really feel like it. So I always say, okay, if you don't feel like it, don't use it. You can try it, but discard it because then you're never going to make great content. This was Hugo Janssen and I'm Elena Gola for Find Out Why. Mm-hmm.